Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Central Maryland, Central Montgomery County, and Northern Prince George's County until 1.15 this morning. Four people locally in the hospital this morning fighting for their lives after a lightning strike near the White House last night. A special police officer is shot and killed at Anacostia Library in Southeast. I'm Sarah Jacobs. A West Virginia man is going to federal prison for threatening Dr. Fauci. I'm Christy Kane. New fines for drivers caught speeding near a deadly intersection in Fairfax County. I'm Melissa Howell. Wall Street ended mixed with the Dow down 86 at the Thursday bell close. NASDAQ picked up 52. The S&P slipped three. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A Russian court has sentenced American basketball star Brittany Griner to nine years in prison. CBS's Tina Krause. The verdict comes as U.S. and Russian officials are negotiating a prisoner swap. Last week, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke to his Russian counterpart, Sergei Lavrov, urging him to exchange Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan for Russian arms dealer Victor Boot, known as the Merchant of Death. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is in Japan, but it's clear she's still thinking about China's threats to Taiwan. We've had high-level visits, senators in the spring, a bipartisan way, continuing visits, and we will not allow them to isolate Taiwan. The CDC expected to issue streamlined COVID-19 guidelines shortly. The changes will include guidelines for schools. The CDC is expected to loosen quarantine recommendations for those exposed to COVID-19. The six-foot social distancing guidelines are also expected to be eased. Another anticipated change, cutting back on regular testing in schools. One recommendation expected to remain in effect, those with COVID-19 will still be told to isolate. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Civil rights charges have now been filed against four current or former Louisville, Kentucky police officers in the death of Brianna Taylor. More from CBS's Catherine Herridge now. Sergeant Kyle Meany and former detective Joshua Jaynes are charged with falsifying an affidavit to obtain the raid search warrant. Former detective Brett Hankison is charged with blindly firing into Taylor's apartment. Jaynes and detective Kelly Goodlett are accused of covering up their actions. Those two defendants met in a garage where they agreed to tell investigators a false story. A man shot into a store at the Mall of America near Minneapolis on Thursday. Bloomington Police Chief Booker T. Hodges. They decided to fire multiple rounds into a store with people. Fortunately, at this time, it doesn't appear that anyone was injured. Hodges says surveillance video shows two groups of young adults fighting at the cash register inside the Nike store at the mall. CBS News projects former television news anchor Carrie Lake will be the nominee of the Republican Party for governor of Arizona. She'll face Democrat Katie Hobbs in the general election in November. Lake's victory is a blow to the Republican establishment, which had lined up behind lawyer and businesswoman Karen Taylor Robson. 
This is CBS News. When a student lacks basic needs like food, clothing, and learning materials, attending school can be a challenge. And that can make it impossible to thrive. At Communities in Schools, we address this issue by ensuring that students have everything they need to re-engage in learning. Access to technology and school supplies. And even emotional support. By bringing communities of support to students, we're achieving equitable learning conditions. And that's what Communities in Schools is all about. Learn more at Communities in Schools. WTOP at 103. The Friday morning, 5th of August, 2022. Partial clearing, finally, as we head towards daybreak. Might see some patchy fog for your morning drive. Lows in the 70s before we're done. 72 in our nation's capital now. Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early Friday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you at this 1 a.m. hour. Maybe you've heard the phrase, when thunder roars, go indoors, because lightning is very dangerous. And what happened last evening near the White House proves just that. Ito Maggiolo with DC Fire and EMS says this morning a lightning strike that happened in Lafayette Park left several people injured. When we arrived, we found a total of four patients. There were two adult males and there were two adult females. All four were suffering from critical life-threatening injuries. It happened just before 7 o'clock last night, Thursday evening. We'll have more on the still developing story as it becomes available this morning here on WTOP, where the time now is 105. There are many this morning unanswered questions after a D.C. library police officer is shot to death during a training exercise at a library in Southeast. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says the special police officer was shot during an exercise involving baton training. It's an extendable baton that police officers and security officers that they use. It's the old, like, nightstick, but it's the extendable one. It was being conducted by a person who retired from the Metropolitan Police Department almost two years ago and who was acting in his personal capacity as a professional trainer. And he was contracted by the library police to conduct training with some of their, some of their officers. The chief says he does not know why there was a live firearm in that training. The retired officer has not been identified. He is under investigation. The name of the special police officer is being withheld until her family is notified. At the Anacostia Library in Southeast D.C., Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. A West Virginia man is going to federal prison because he got so upset over hearing doctors talk about COVID-19. It's 37 months in prison and three years of supervised release for 56-year-old Thomas Patrick Connolly Jr., most recently of Snowshoe, West Virginia. He's pleaded guilty to threatening to harm officials, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases at the National Institutes of Health. Connolly was upset hearing talk about COVID-19 and its testing and prevention. One of the emails threatening Dr. Fauci and his family said they'd be dragged into the street, beaten to death and set on fire. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP at 106 Friday morning. Over in Fairfax County, more safety measures have been added to an intersection where two high school students were killed this summer. The county's Board of Supervisors has approved a plan to put up signs reminding drivers to watch for children and making clear anyone caught speeding will face an additional $200 fine. You know, signs don't fix everything, but they are part of our education and you know, hopefully enforcement campaign uh, working together side by side. Fairfax County Supervisor Dahlia Polchik. The signs will go up near the Five Oaks Road and Blake Lane intersection. Drivers will also face fines for speeding between Sutton Road and Route 29. Polchik says they're now considering targeted enforcement, possible improvements to the district's crossing guard program, and other additional tools. Let's see what we can do um, bringing kind of all of our teams and all of our agencies together on this. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP at 107, traffic and weather on the way. Moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. 
moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never-ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. When a student lacks basic needs like food, clothing, and learning materials, attending school can be a challenge. And that can make it impossible to thrive. At Communities in Schools, we address this issue by ensuring that students have everything they need to re-engage in learning. Access to